Hey, Brian. Evan, how are you, bud? Oh, we changed it up. It's always you saying <laughs> It is always me, but this time, <laughs> luckily, it's not. I don't know what was going on there, but the mic wasn't picking either of us up, really. But now, we're doing well. Okay. Okay. Uh, we are together in the same room. Together at last. We debated wait, just doing this on Wait, Oh, yeah. That's, uh... <sighs> I, I drove, so I can't. Uh, but Brian has some opinions that he wanted some... Uh, We're sharing them today. <laughs> he wanted some uh, confidence. These aren't even that good, but uh, I'm going to drink them. You're drinking vodka grapefruit? Yeah, it's like... It's like... In a can. It's essentially water with a hint of grapefruit, and I'm assuming alcohol. Sweet. Yeah, there's like a, 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 <laughs> a slight hint of, uh, of, of grapefruit the in there. The liquor stores close really early, apparently, so... Brian had to get a little desperate with what, yeah, what yeah, he could get. Yeah, I did. I did. It was, it was and kind of And by early, I mean 6 p.m. It's <laughs> after 6 p.m. There's nothing else, but no way to get alcohol at all. So I had to stick with what I have, which is uh, which is now this grapefruit garbage. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. And uh, this is not a podcast about drinking. It's a podcast nope. about magic. This is. This is EDH Rack, the uh, Finite Commander podcast. We don't do that intro as much as we used to. No, we always get off track. Uh, we do, but uh, luckily today, though, we have a fucking track to be on, and, and it's uh, an angry one. Uh, yeah, and we're sort of to the, uh, we're not like delaying here to introduce guests or anything. We're not no. doing the, the no. tribes this week. No. Uh, that's why we're not on Zoom. Uh, <clears throat> it's been fun. I think it's been chaotic, but I think it's still been fun. I've had a good time. Um, I've had a good time. Uh, I don't, I still don't really know the end goal of. This wins, or I, I think it's just a point of debate. Yeah, for anyone who's like, who will win? I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get that far. I also don't know if we'll anyone really cares. Debates. You know, like we'll have some good chats. Uh, and we've had, you know, like who, who online debates snakes versus demons normally? Yeah, nobody. EDH wrecked. Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, the point of today, I messaged Evan. Uh, Evan messaged me. He said, "I'm going on vacation. Yes. We should get a podcast in." I said, "Well, the two guys who are doing Els versus Hydras." are pretty separate so i've set it up but it was after your thing so i was like you, we might as well get a yeah, podcast you were on vacation and then i'm going was, away yeah. so we're like look either we're gonna go a while without an episode or we've got to put one in so evan was like do you want to talk about something and i said yes i do and <laughs> and so the name of our episode is what the fuck wizards of the coast I will say, I don't actually know what Brian's going to complain about. I've told him I've written notes speculating on what he's complaining <laughs> about. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't I don't know. So if I seem confused and lost, it's because we haven't shared notes. Look, we don't uh, ever share notes. I don't, this is just all chaos. I assume Double Masters previews are out. I yes. assume that's part of it. It's part of it. Uh, Jumpstart came out, but also I didn't part notice. Uh, M21. Uh, not yes. so much a part of it but i'm not gonna review still, sets i no. already posted my uh core 21 review i thought about posting jumpstart when i realized it came out yes but i don't know if anyone can get it so i don't know what's it happening for pretty short demand i know here at least we got very little one store got 10 percent of their ask yeah they gave it to any pre-orders and that was it yep i don't know about the other one uh what they got but i go on to like websites where you can order stuff in canada and they're all sold out like you can't get singles all the cards are jacked up in price uh it doesn't it seems like if you pre-ordered a box you're good but and if you're it. like hey tiny bones looks good which it doesn't it looks terrible uh, <laughs> you'll get hate for the game so fast uh it's like 80 dollars canadian yeah just because 
I think it's like a ten dollar card, but it's super hard to get. It's just all of them are hard to get. So, <laughs> so this is all formulating into what we're going to talk about today, which is the idea that Wizards of the Coast has essentially given up on any form of customer service and or like representing their customers. But they give you two cards in one. I they can't right anymore i hate have you seen those ones no there was i saw one online that was uh, the new goblin legendary and tiny bones stamped together on the same card <laughs> See? and apparently other people have been finding ones that That's are just amazing. like two cards mashed together which so, makes it unplayable because you don't know which card which it's card supposed is. to be so See, this is the combination of like of like poor quality control, like yeah. terrible planning, and you can only blame so much on COVID. Well, I think COVID's exacerbated what would have been a a year of frustration of like endless cards. Yes, but COVID has uh has just highlighted that so hard. Yeah. So uh, let's just jump right in. So first and foremost, I want to throw this out there. This is my main peeve with this. <laughs> all right, I and this is going directly out to. Wizards of the Coast, all of those people at Wizards of the Coast that listen to us, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself for what you've done to Magic. <laughs> all right? And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. As our buddy would say, it's Hasbro's fault. It, Ever since Hasbro bought them, it's gone downhill. Well, I yeah. I haven't tracked that to know if it's true, but we have a buddy. Hopefully he's listening and is like, damn right. Uh, that's his theory. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? At These days, I'm kind of buying in. Like, yeah. like Hasbro just scrapped Transformers card game. That's true. Uh, that upset you. That was like a day ago. It, it, it upset me in the fact that Samuel will like to yeah. play it, but you know, whatever. Uh, I personally don't like it. Yeah. fun little game that had too many little problems with it. But well, it you fun. said one problem was that uh, you got all the cards late. Yes. So you knew what to build three months before the cards came out. Yeah. Yeah. So and then and then also we it, it was it was a you go I go system like Pokemon. Oh right. You don't so, interact with yeah. Do. If you if you just go off on someone, there's no way to stop that going off. But this has, so this has like product uh, layout problems, which is not the fault of the game. No. no. So this was product delay, product layout. And, and you're saying Magic doesn't have that problem. Magic, I think, has the same problem on the opposite <laughs> angle though, where they're just like mass producing so here's the thing here's the thing they should be ashamed of themselves for a few reasons the first of which is how dare uh -oh. you charge 500 canadian <laughs> for a box of i believe 24 packs of yeah. masters but look back double. fuck off i mean half the rares i think are worth a dollar yeah it's double there's so and here's where it's coming to like you can't say you don't pay attention to the secondary american and don't acknowledge it when you oh, yeah. only print cards to sell the packs because they're expensive on the secondary market, you yes. don't, you don't oh, yeah. care. Technically, yeah. they don't care about the secondary I've market. I've talked to people about this. Then. They care about the price of the secondary yes, market. Yes, that when they come up with a master set, they definitely look at the price of the secondary market. Oh, yeah. Because they yeah. can't have every pack be worth more than the pack on a guarantee because otherwise everyone would just buy packs and sell them on the secondary yeah, yeah. market they would just crack them and they can't make them be too low because then no one would buy packs then no one it would be yeah. worth it yeah so with a new set like a Coria, they sort of have to like guess i assume and go this will be a powerhouse card this maybe not yeah. and they sort of speculate it but for master sets there's no way there isn't a big database yeah like where they're tracking the, the price of doubling season bucks because collectively a booster pack is an average price of this yeah because we looked at the secondary market, yeah. and we probably speculated a price drop on the secondary market. Yeah, anytime they say we don't, uh, we were just talking about this before the 
that we started here was everyone who's like the reserve list uh, has to stand because the secondary market they can't acknowledge the reserve list acknowledges the secondary market. Yes. So those statements don't make any sense. Immediately, <laughs> you 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 throw away the premise that Wizards of the Coast doesn't acknowledge the secondary market when they literally acknowledge it by not reprinting cards yeah. solely for value, solely for uh, collectors, collectors and value. Collectors There's no reason in, in in the modern game. Gilded Drake shouldn't oh have God. seen a reprint. Yeah, that it's there's like there's two hundred and fifty dollars now. Yeah, there's no reason <laughs> that you shouldn't have, uh, you know, what was the card that they reprinted from the from the uh, the Gilded Drake? I don't, I think it's on the reserve list. It might yeah, not be. That one is. Uh, there's no reason that you should only have say where why Sarah Sanctum hasn't had a reprint, why Gaia's Cradle hasn't had a reprint. Like, why yeah. aren't these cards seen? You know why? Because they care about the secondary market. Yeah, but is. Is Wheel of Fortune? Oh, yeah. There's a judge promo. So the judge promos were allowed to that, come out. That's fine? Yeah. They were allowed to break it because it also happened with... Uh, so this, uh, so, there was another judge so promo just recently list. that broke the judge. The, the reserve list is for, like, I think, you can't crack. Okay. There's got to be a loophole. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm very uh, adamant uh, that, anyone, uh, that the reserve list is on shaky grounds uh, because the more prices go up, uh, basically, what will happen is if Legacy sees a drop in play, uh, yeah, because Legacy is getting super expensive. The only people who can play it are people who collected the cards ten plus years ago. Yeah, um, no one can really go in unless you build a burn deck for one hundred fifty bucks. Well, you can't. You can't go into any uh, multicolor deck in Legacy. No, unless you have a serious investment or you already had the duels. Yeah, uh, like so you built a red burn deck. Yeah, but even that, how much was that? It's probably about 150. Yeah, I built it over like two years because uh, it was Goblin Guides I hadn't got. Yes, because they were like they got printed multiple times. So they went down to about 20 bucks. Uh, when I started looking at playing it, they were 50 dollars, and then they got printed in Modern Masters One of the modern like 2016. Ones, yeah. yeah, and they jumped down a bit, and then they plummeted because I think no one was playing them. Yeah. Um, but that's the point of reprints: is then the price goes down, and then I can go build the deck. So, but. With the reserve list, the prices can't go down. If the reserve, so you can't build the deck. <laughs> if the reserved list was a real reserved list that MTG built for the sake of the game, it would have cards that broke the mold of the game too much. Yeah, like Shazarazard not being reprinted makes a hundred percent. Even <laughs> even cards like a Black Lotus being reprinted in a modern yeah. environment would not be a fun time for most people. No. You know, Lion's Eye Diamond is not a fun time, and you got to discard your whole hand. Like, yeah, it's just, a staple of Legacy. Exactly, they had to ban. Underworld Breach because they didn't want to ban Lion's Eye Diamond because exactly. it was too much of a staple. <laughs> yeah, so but the card's like three hundred dollars so, Canadian for all our American listeners. Every time we say same price, it's Canadian. Add uh, like fifty percent to it, and you'll get uh, or sorry, guys, subtract fifty percent from it. Yeah, and you'll probably get the. It's probably it's probably when close. I say three hundred, it's probably two hundred. It's probably more like two thirds uh, is what the Canadian. Yeah, it's about, it's about thirty is, some odd percent on any given yeah. day. Um, my wife upstairs would know she works in a bank, but I don't. <laughs> shit. But uh, so the reserve list should be for cards that need to be reserved from ever seeing print and magic again for the sake of the game. But then they should be collectible, non-playable cards. Basically. Yes. So like anti cards, conspiracy sure. cards. Wow. You know, like yeah. things like that. <laughs> but like things that you. And that's what I'm saying. Like you shouldn't have, for example, like uh, you shouldn't have just a force field on the reserve list i'm sure. just listing because i just read it like i literally right. i think it's the card that like you got to pay mana to cast a spell or something like no that. that's the one that uh you're thinking like nether void 
Yeah. Uh, force field is like you pay one to prevent damage from a source or something. It's actually stupidly broken, but it's a super expensive card. Nether Void is the black counterspell one that's used in Legacy Pox and is like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, Force Field is the artifact where uh, pay one, lose only one life from an unblocked creature, prevent all but one damage. Card. It'd be a ridiculous card, but it's also not sure, ridiculous you just died enough to non-creature. Yeah, it's all combo anyway. Like yeah. if you're, in, if, especially where you're speaking from a CD, that card wouldn't get banned. No, if people could get access, it's to not banned now. No. Like it, 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 that would be such a weird. Band. Yeah, like that would be <laughs> just straight up. If like, someone just was like field? force field ban, it's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, like, like, are you on drugs gas. when you made that ban? Like, nobody cares about force field. At one point, I looked for one, realized it was yeah. seven hundred dollars, and decided not to buy it. And but, but COVID's making this worse because there's been price upgrades, spikes, but there's been ones coming. Like Gilded Drake has been increasing for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheel of Fortune's been increasing for like a year. It like yeah. it was like. Fifty dollars Canadian, like a year and a couple months ago, and it's like two hundred plus dollars now. So what you're and seeing that's not is, getting better. That's seeing, just going to get worse. And guys' cradle as well. No so you're fix. seeing yeah, guys' cradle is like six hundred bucks now. You're seeing that weird niche of cards from sort of that era of Magic where they figured out how to how to play competitively outside of the original set. Yeah, but still had to ban cards. Like you're not banned, but still had to reserve cards. And those are the cards kind of go up a value because no one, first off. For commander, at least, yeah, uh, you know, no one would, no one's playing, you know, moxes or anything. They're obviously banned, but no one's playing like those kind of things outside of vintage, you know. Yeah, like, and that's fine. That's yeah. kind of where they belong, like the old history of magic. Yeah, vintage is a weird format. That yeah. Hey, we're back. We're back. All right, we just had a little blip there uh, yeah. as I was talking. Uh, it just stopped recording, and we don't really edit this podcast. No, we don't. So. Uh, so too bad you get that hard weird what, joke what, to me going, "Hey, we're back." <laughs> what uh, what were you saying? I was talking about how vintage didn't really need to be supported, so it doesn't. Yes. It's fine if boxes don't get reprinted. Yeah, like but things like that. Legacy feels like a lot of people still want to play it. Yeah, but a fair bit it's of becoming play, difficult. Yeah. And even, I mean, modern doesn't really have. I don't think there's anything in reserve list for modern. Well, no, because modern was kind of like so. The reserve list is basically just hurting legacy and EDH. legacy and EDH are yeah. the two problems. But I would say legacy is a concern because uh, standard <clears throat> seems okay now that they the companion imploded. Uh, what a terrible, terrible oh man! Like, like and see, we're uh, gonna jump and into for that all the too. times that we complained. Remember when we were talking about Rosewater, like talking about uh, cognitive load and commander? Yeah, they have now printed cards that don't do what they say. That's cognitive load, yeah. so <laughs> because they had to fix it. But so standard seems to be okay. Uh, Pioneer, I thought, because locally a lot of people still seem to play. Supposedly it's broken as fuck. But everyone seems to hate the format. Yeah. You go online and everyone's like, Pioneer's dead. Supposedly it's like a shattered format due to some. I don't know how, but it's uh, it's Thassa's Oracle. Uh, There's an inverter of truth Thassa Oracle combo that they keep waiting to get banned, and it just never does. Uh, and it just doesn't seem to. So. But, that seems to be a problem. Uh, modern, since they're not printing fetch lands, everyone's pissed about modern, and modern's been in an unhealthy fetch, format for the like three years. The weird thing is, I was, I was talking to a friend here <laughs> who plays modern, and he was saying the fetches are actually on the downslide for price. Oh, are they? Well, because modern, at least locally, because modern is, wasn't played. Because, right, everyone moved Pioneer. Everyone moved Pioneer. <laughs> and EDH can't really drive up the, the price of a card that you normally run four of, like, yeah. you know, or 12 or however many You can many when it's a rare card, like Wheel of Fortune. Well, Wheel of Fortune. Or when people find a card that's, you know, there was a recent Game Nights episode where someone who's like, uh, yeah. Razzie's Predation, oh, which it like spiked because I guess no one had heard of the card. Like, 
people. <laughs> but the the whole thing about like so you know if you reprint a Gilded Lotus, does that hurt any format at all? No, it does not. If you put yeah. it in a commander's deck, are you saying Gilded Drake or Gilded, Gilded Drake? Lotus? Sorry, you said Lotus. I was I like, yeah, that wouldn't hurt the format. No, right. <laughs> it gets reprinted a fair bit. In fact, and doesn't G hurt the format. Gilded Drake. If you yeah. reprint Gilded Drake, does it hurt any format? If it's in say a commander's box, no, no, it does not. It hurts is that commander's box worth at the moment several hundred dollars? Yes, it is. Yeah. But the only way to bring the price on these stupid cards down is by putting more in circulation. Yeah, and I'm, I'm waiting for someone just to ban the reserve list because it's not really doing what it's supposed to be doing. Because no. anyone who argues that their Gilded Drake should be worth $300 and the reserve list is protecting it at $300 <laughs> strong, the card was $50 a year ago. Yeah. Uh, so if the card crashed down to $50, then it's really status quo. Yes. Not we ruined the secondary market. It's just the secondary market is out of control. I mean, we we had a thing going on in our local store where for almost a year, I would buy Gilded Drakes every few weeks. Because they were like $15. Because <laughs> they were 15 bucks in the binder and they hadn't upped them. They, they were, were selling $50 for about, at the time. I think at the highest, when I unloaded them, they were 75 yeah. And I thought... I got a steal. Yeah. And then and now you fast forward back, nine months. I never bought one because someone ruined it because uh, they bought nine of the scourges. <laughs> when you go in, I got a copy artifact for like seven bucks when they're like 40. Yeah. But the trick is you go and you buy that card and you buy like you hum and haw and you buy like another one. Six other cards. So no one realizes. And the problem is someone goes in and goes, oh, sweet deal. Can I have six of those? And yes. they go, why do you want six of them? Yeah. And then they check the price, and they're like, oh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> so what happened was that we had a group of individuals come in and buy uh, Scourge of the Thrones. was uh, the, uh, the weird the dragon, extra, extra, combat extra combat dragon. And it was in the binder for like eight bucks, yeah. and it was like a $40 card. And they were like, how many do you have? They said nine. He's like, I'll take all nine. And then the guy was like, he knew he only played Commander. He's like, let me just look this up for a sec. <laughs> And we had all sort of capitalized on it. Yeah, because the trick was like at the end of the night being like, "Oh, uh, you I'm know, building I won, a new deck. I won this much, but uh, I'll take a, I'll take a scourge and uh, just yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's, I'll take that's a, my winning. I'll take a scourge and a peacekeeper. How much you get them for? Five bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I need one for new deck. <laughs> and I used to do that all the time. I'd be like, Yeah, I, I kind of need one for new deck. I think I'll grab this Karn in here for twenty bucks. Sometimes you feel bad, but then they could just check the price. I never feel bad. I never feel bad. Uh, but when they when the prices spike all the time, they sometimes don't notice that these old cards, like Copy Artifact, went up in price. Yes. So to drag it back to what I was saying, though. So, like, the fact that you're charging us so much money, like, this is was the most roundabout Grandpa Simpson conversation we've ever fucking had. But the fact that they charge you so much for uh, a master set is because they know the secondary market, and they are using the secondary market to yeah. get your money. Yes. No reason apart from the like that's the same. They need your money. Fucking yeah, so they just want yeah. money they can squeeze from you. Also, the master said that, and that, yeah. that wasn't. I don't think we've talked about it because we haven't been doing regular podcasts, but it was something like like a year and like eight months between like the last master set and when they announced the next one. Yeah. So if you assume like a year long production, mm -hmm. there wasn't. They they only had a couple months where they actually weren't making a master set. Yeah, like like it's it's like they just they're just constantly chaining these reprints out. But then because there's no master set, prices went up because there was no functional reprints for a bunch of old. Well, cards. now it feels like they're just waiting. So like the market is just waiting for the next master set to correct pricing. 
Like they're just jacking well, up prices and waiting. Like Oracle gets announced, all of a sudden prices on Oracle starts to drop. Oracle was at the highest it ever was. I do enjoy when uh, cards like ruined Halo. Yeah, it was like forty dollars like a couple years ago. And they printed it twice. It's now like two dollars. Well, Daybreak Why? Coronet because, was like a thirty dollar card. It wasn't a forty dollar card. Yeah. it was just hard to get. Yeah. So it's always amusing when a card just tanks in value because no one really wants it. No, no. <laughs> I mean, and that you see that with like you see that with like foils and shit like that, where it's like that foils like 80 bucks for no reason apart from it was only printed once. Yeah. And then it, oh, all yeah, of a sudden like seventh edition foils. Yeah. Cause they were so rare. Well, even, well, that's collector. mostly because of the rarity of the actual foil, but like a, a card that was only printed once foil, like, sure. like, you know, I don't know. I can't, uh, but wheel of fortune. Wheel, yeah, wheel of fortune. <laughs> but like, uh, but you know, cards. Oh, uh, the business board. Yes. At one point business board was like, Fifteen to twenty dollars. Archetype of endurance. Archetype of endurance foil was like fifteen to twenty bucks Canadian. Yeah. And then they reprinted it as only a foil in in mystery booster. Yeah. And now it's like six dollars. Like it just. Yeah. It brought it back down, but they're just waiting. Like the price kept slowly creeping until yeah. that card appeared again because it's like eventually they'll reprint it. So I have the way to fix the reserve list, and they did it with mystery booster. They just didn't realize it yet. Okay. I've been advocating for this. Is the way to fix it is they've gone to like the showcase to try to like keep the collectible. Yeah. We can talk about here more about collecting versus playing. Yeah. Because that seems to be where most of these problems with people's anger with magic are coming from. Brian's but, anger. With uh, the problem is they make them look good. Yeah. So they put these showcase ones on with cool art and cool styles, and we're we're just cringing right now because the phones. Ringing There's a phone ringing in the background. That's fine. Whatever. We'll power through. <laughs> Uh, this is what happens when life starts going back to normal. Uh, we have one active case of coronavirus somewhere in our province we live in. And no so one wants to answer we're, it, so we're, we're just okay. going to Yeah, apparently it's just going to keep ringing. So anyway, yeah. so here's the thing. They do the showcase. They make them look good. People want them, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter if they made Cultivate a rare for some reason. Uh, <laughs> or the Tron Lands. Or the Tron Lands. Who knows? People still want them because they like the Someone was saying like the Tron Lands are only available in like the... the I think they're box toppers. No, they were like oh, showcase. Oh, so the VIP packs. Yeah, the VIP that. packs. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, going to be a good conversation, so too. Here, here's what they've done. Mystery Boosters put that stupid little crown in the bottom left corner. Yes. Which lets you know that this card is not legit. <laughs> friggin' Mystery Booster. It is not authentic. Uh, that's how they get rid of the, the the reserve list. They need to put like a shitty symbol on it. They need to fuck yep. up the borders. They need to do something to make it look bad so that... Your original uh, dual land for collectors. is still a collector's item. Yes, but the new one has it's some shitty ass symbol on yep. it. They put the Judge Owl on it because no one likes that, and just fucking ruin the they card. Should, they should <laughs> they should date stamp it. Sure, they yeah. should put the symbol in the corner. <laughs> And then they should make it the worst art possible. They should update all the things so that they, you know, that the, like the lands don't have like the the tap ability. They just have the symbol that no one likes, or just the uh, two. Oh, they, just make yeah, it the two they, symbols, like red yeah. and green for the for the. Oh, and you could and you could put the stamp on it like the foils oh you can get. God, that's so. so that, but but that would fix it. It would still be a collector's true, item. True, true. Those the prices it. of the duels yep. would go down a bit. But yes. only really to counter the rise due to scarcity, not due to collectors. Yeah. And that's what I think they need to do. And I think as soon as like legacy starts tanking or the EDH play group, because we're now like the biggest uh, uh, set of uh, players, starts sort of making waves about Guy's Cradle being <laughs> ridiculously expensive. Yes. Um, then maybe they'll start looking into it. But that's the solution. They've gotta they've gotta 
print a bunch of crap on the card, make it look terrible, yeah, keep it different, and then just say, uh, we're not acknowledging the secondary market, <laughs> so there's no reserve list, and whatever you say doesn't matter because your only counter is to acknowledge the secondary yeah. market. Yeah, so because it that's the way it is. That should be that should would be a good fix. Yeah, but uh, and then we we always joke about from the vaults reserve list that coming out. That see. That's my solution. That would be so like, good. And you could even, Magic could even do uh, it by like having, because the reserve list is like, I don't know, several hundred cards that you're allowed to print. And then there's a bunch of busted ass like anti shit that you just wouldn't print yeah. or like racist shit. There's a shit. lot of cards, but, but a you, good portion of them You could are print probably but there's a probably solid. A hundred good cards. Yeah, you could print, you wouldn't even have to print good cards. You could just print a solid, I'm going to say, 10 from the vaults. And here's the way you work it. You work it like they're doing right now with those jump starts, where sure. you buy a from the vault reserved, <laughs> the, you don't know what's in it. Elf ball. Yeah, like it has <laughs> a theme. It has a theme, and you're aiming at that point, right? Like, sure. like it's like a stompy or whatever, or it's like a technical masters. or whatever, and it's like technical may have blue or artifacts or something in it. You right. know, stompy may have it's red and green and white. Like, like you would you would buy it hoping you hit something good. Yeah, but maybe you open garbage. But here's the other point of it. Magic would make so much money if you, you got rid of the reserve list. You would rake. If like, you got rid of the reserve list there's and just started people in the company who are like just frustrated have just frustrated list? with what? it like you know, like we've done the numbers. We'll make this much money yeah. if you just get rid of the stupid thing. And there, nobody like there's I, a bunch of 21-year-old Gen Z like like this like a good poll. accountants would be like if we just start including this many <laughs> reserve lists in every set, look at how much money we make. And then yeah. the Mark Rosewater's like, but we promised them. Yeah. Uh, I want. I would like to know if they could poll uh, people to know who, like, is a majority support the reserve list or don't? I can't see them supporting it. Well, like old collectors would, but this is, okay, this is where we'll transition to uh, uh, collectors versus players. I think collectors... No, I want to complain a bit more first. Okay, fine. Then, then We're going to transition that. back. Sure. So... Here's my other complaint. Okay. All right. And this is more of just me razzing again. So I, I already shamed Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, they've folded. They're now, under. They can't, they I can't feel, look, like I feel that if you are a content creator who has just shilled for Wizards, especially during this time, <laughs> shame on you. Like, you shame on you. Right. If you haven't stood up and said, this is the most bullshit thing Wizards of the Coast has ever done right. for just pure money. Yes. You don't deserve to have a following. You don't. Like this is shameful. This is people follow larger podcasts and larger yeah. YouTube channels. I'm not going to name the names. There's some out there that have large followings. Yeah. And when they're like, "Oh, great community, go look at the price of these cards. We're going to crack this back." It's like, "Well, look what I pulled." <laughs> it's like you're just enabling these people who follow I assume you. Assume anyone who cracks a pack on like YouTube or like the it's a hot pack, hundred percent. Like, like Wizards was like, you get a free pack from us, and it's rigged. Like <laughs> it has to be right. <laughs> you like you, no one's gonna crack. Where it did they get like, this Badlands from? It's yeah. like that. That's not even in the set. What's going on here? Yeah, I got a. You know, I opened Iconic Masters and uh, Raven cards in it. Which uh, is for the dollars. Yeah, yeah, like the last, the last pack I ever purchased. <laughs> We had a blip again. But it's fine. We'll keep going. <laughs> the last pack I ever purchased was the Theros Showcase pack. That's the last okay. thing I ever bought. I bought. No, you bought some mystery ones. I bought two boxes. Of them. <laughs> sure. That was the you, last pack you, I ever purchased, sure, so just to crack, okay. yeah. was a Theros thing. I yeah. bought the mystery boosters. They were, they were hilarious. But 
You were uh, bored because we were locked COVID. in for two weeks. But that was, that was where I it, cracked it. More naive times. I pulled three dollars <laughs> yeah. worth of rares. I pulled yeah. the Anax, uh, the mono red guy. My foil oh, yeah, was yeah. him again. Yep. And then my foil land was like a Terramorph. I gave some I, I won ones. like a really sweet pack with a, a Heliod and the uh, the Jolly Green Giant Dryad. Yes. Uh, like a pre-release one. Uh, and then otherwise, I think I bought a mystery pack for someone's birthday. But ever since... Uh, Did we ever give away the Heliod? I've been meaning to ask you. I, I think we got lost in this. I don't think we did. We have to actually do that for anyone who was wondering. Uh, <laughs> we have a list. We, like, we put the we list together, and it? then everything locked down and everything yeah, insane. Yeah. So I guess uh, we have a hell of a I meant to ask it. you not on the podcast, on the record, but <laughs> you, I meant to ask you if you ever got it. Yeah, we did. Okay. Well, no, we didn't, but the guy said he hasn't. Like, I know him. There, there was a point where you're like, I think I found one. We Because did. this was when, like, no one could get cards. Yeah. And we're like, but we promised this. But I wasn't sure we'd ever, due to lockdown, a gone and got the card. So there's that we do have one. So okay. I've already arranged a deal to well, get one. Well, when we physically have it in front of us, yeah, we'll do the we'll, draw. We'll do the draw. But I think the problem is we haven't physically been able to get no. it. We technically could in probably the last month, but we just haven't gone out of our way to find our uh, seller. Uh, we sound like we're buying drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, been a lockdown. We didn't want to touch anyone saying, else's oh, yeah. stash. Uh, the last master set is what killed it for me because we all went splits. Yeah. Do like a draft. Oh, my God. And I I pulled uh, Magus of the Bazaar. Oh, my God. And that was, that was so probably bad. the best rare of the three packs I got. Yeah. Uh, and that sort of was like, look, here's what I say for everyone who's like advocating packs. So don't buy singles. Yeah. Uh, you don't need packs. Everyone is chasing the like... I just want to crack uh, Ugin in Commander 21, well, and I want the Showcase one. But that, like, see, who Wizards, cares? Just, like, I look at it and go, I needed Rada for my lands deck, and I needed a Brash Taunter for Mogus. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a, oh, and I need a Fire Emancipation because I built the deck. Uh, that's about it. And I don't need to buy packs because who cares? I'll spend more money not getting these cards. Uh, and, for masters, double masters, uh, I look at it and think like uh, I think Council's Judgment's being reprinted. That's good because people want it. Go buy the single card you need. Yeah. Don't go play this lottery. No. Uh, it's it's just it's not worth it they're unless not, you get into my other. So we'll get to later. He's <laughs> what this is the coast does a really good job. They because they understand the fact that they have such a large audience now. It's almost unstoppable. So. <laughs> what will happen is that they drop a new set. You see this on, on, online all the time. You drop a new set. There's a gazillion people like us out there who are just like recording a podcast and have like yeah. 20 to 50 people following them. But there's like a million of us. We got to 10,000 downloads. We did. You said Congratulations. that like three days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only That's a 900 a month. But uh, so anyway, but regardless. Like, you know, you go on Twitter. We're not active on Twitter. We still have, like, 20 to 30 It's mainly because uh, on Twitter, uh, I don't, like, everyone just, like, posts preview cards that I don't care about. Yeah. Or uh, has hot takes that aren't hot takes. And I just, <laughs> I have nothing to add. Yeah. And then there's so many people who are just complaining about stuff that I don't want to accidentally get lumped right. in with them. So I only really respond when someone says something, like, drastically, like, way out of left field. It's <laughs> just totally stupid. My only hot takes uh, are, like, are like, insulting. Like, I'm just like, I yeah. want to say this, but I have to bite it back. And it's mostly because I'm like share this account with you evan yeah. and i don't want to do what brian so, normally does so it's hard on twitter just because like i'm not there to shill and i'm not i think i need more than 144 characters or ever to explain why i'm mad at something yeah 
because there's too many people mad at it for dumb reasons, and then I don't want to be ex- lumped into that. <laughs> yep. No, but so I don't post a lot. But what I'm saying is, like, Twitter has this. But if you ability. message us, we do. Ch- I do check it, and oh, I yeah. keep up to yeah, magic it. news with it. Yep. We just don't make a lot of posts. But so this, it has this magic ability, thanks to content creators, of uh, of allowing people to sort of post when they pull something crazy. Yeah. So every several boxes, we there's should, a crazy we should, pack. We should just do it and just post all the, the shit garbage packs. Like, like I would love to buy a box <laughs> and then just rip open each one and then every day post. Like, look at the craziness I pulled this fifty cent rare <laughs> yeah. what for the seventh straight pack. Like, so I so everyone, it's like it's like in poker where it's like you remember your big beats and you remember your big beatdowns. And the, yeah, in in magic. You remember the big cracks, but you don't remember the fact that 35 other packs in that yeah. thing were garbage. Yeah. But that one pack, yeah. you cracked foil Ugin. Was it worth it? No. You just you could have just bought a pack and hopefully There's done the same There's got to be someone who's like crunched the numbers on like how many packs you have to on it. To break even? To like break even. It has to be zero. Like there cannot <laughs> be a point. Like, like, like you're like, look, when you crack Ugin on your 10th pack, it pays off the previous nine packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then what's the point of opening 10 packs? Because you broke even. Like, I don't... If, if there was any kind of, like... The, the if there was there? any kind of, like, additive, like, for example, in Blackjack, when you play Blackjack, there's a theory that you, you start at a certain bid, and then when you... If you win, you you double the bid every time you win. Right. Or you add five or whatever. So sure. if you start at $5, you go to 10 then you go to 20 And then when you lose, you essentially pocket your change as you go. Okay. Right. So by the time you've won your third straight, you can start putting money in your pocket. Okay. And then after that, everything else is gravy, and then you start over at five when you lose. Sure. But that can't happen to Magic because there's not like no. there's not any additive. You're not. <laughs> no. You just you're just buying a pack and if you crack nothing. Well, you're still at nothing. Yeah. Uh, my advice for packs is if you're going to go draft, buy packs because it's fun. That's it. And if you get a shitty pull, fine. You still get an evening of playing it. And in fact, uh, if you're well, I mean, from the before time here when you could do this. Uh, if it was a real pre-release, you could still win stuff. The before time. And, uh, from the before time. I've been using it. It's uh, There's a Simpsons reference where I think that <laughs> all the adults go away. And Lisa tries to explain to Bart about something. And Bart's like, oh, you mean from the before time. <laughs> uh, but I've noticed more and more people are referring to like early March and stuff. As the, <laughs> the before time. time. That's good. Um, you could win. And like the, the weird thing with draft was sometimes i would pull crappy cards and build a good deck yeah because when you pull a good card you try to build a deck around it even if it doesn't work yes when we pull bad cards you just have to build a good deck well you have to draft the best card yeah like if you pull like a 20 or 30 dollar like if i if, when i when i drafted last time i drafted was probably like rav and like i mean original rav yeah and so you would you know you'd crack it open and all of a sudden you look down and you got like a, a breeding pool and you're like not a very good draft card but sure. it's like, <laughs> but I need it's like a thirty or forty dollar card, like yeah. at the time. So you're like, I kind of have to keep this. Yeah. <laughs> but it literally does not help me in my draft. No. And the advantage is, if your all your packs are terrible, yeah, you don't have that worry. So your deck is yeah. as good as possible. So the advantage of that is, then you can still try to win packs and you can try to break even, and that's great. But buying packs, buying, okay, here, here's mine. Why does anyone buy a box? A uh, box topper. The, the, but the box <laughs> toppers are like. They apparently could be an expedition map that's going to be worth... Now, apparently people countered with, like, Ornithopter as a masterpiece. Yes. But 
and wasn't a box stopper. And also the masterpieces advantage where they were like the nicest cards ever printed. And Ornithopter is a legit good card to pull. Like I would be all right with it. It's played in decks. Like it's not like expedition map is because it's a try. When you think about those first masterpieces, yeah, to get completely, they were also like the first ones. You're laughing. They were the first ones, and they were all legit game winners. If you decide to print a whole set of artifacts and reprint artifacts. You're gonna have winners in there because <laughs> yeah. artifacts are run everywhere. Like yeah, like a zero drop so, artifact that flies. But everyone will this, take that. Uh, the other one. Uh, Speaking of which, I need an ornithopter. Do you have one? I do, but right. it's sort of in a deck. Yeah, like I don't know. I was like, where did, where did my all oh, my ornithopters go? Yeah, they're like um, two cents back in the day. My Lord of Tresor deck that I might take apart. I put it together and then take it apart. It has all the zero drops in it. Oh yeah. Uh, and I really want to find like a better commander for zero drops. My Layla, my Layla deck there. went off. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, the one that I got you. Yeah, yeah, it like exploded <laughs> last night here. Like it was, a, it was stupid. I What's was like, the design? As we're off topic, and then cheap I artifacts. Yeah, and is that what you need an ornithopter for? Fuck ton of rocks. Yeah, because a zero drop making a one one fairy is a pretty good. Play. A zero two flyer making a one one fairy <laughs> is a very good play. You know, <laughs> and it becomes one two with my general out. Oh yeah. So. Okay, it went sorry. off. Like, I, I didn't know how Do you to have the Frexian Walker and all the other zero drops? Because I had... No, so it relies shields, mostly upon... Sphere. My so big good. my big play is Gossamer Chains. Not a clue. <laughs> so it's an enchantment for this two white. This better go up in price. It's an enchantment for two white. Okay. And you can return it to your hand to have a target unblocked creature be considered blocked for the combat. Okay. So, but I just bounce it. And it's anyone's unblocked creature. So I'll just bounce it and continually recast it every turn to create a 1-1... One, one, Flyer okay, every yeah, turn, yeah. so I don't. I don't care who swings. <laughs> At some point in the rotation, someone will swing, and I'm like, "That's blocked." Back in my hand, recast for two white, <laughs> and it was just my MVP. Nice. And, and, oh, and claws of Gix, super MVP. Zero drop artifact, tap one, sack a permanent, gain a life. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. It good. does not tap, so you just tap one as much as you have to sack as many. People that's try funny. to board wipe, and I'm like, response, I'll gain seven life. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. And the Soon to be banned reparations, also a hero. Yeah, well, it's no, be we're not getting into. It's be we we did our salty episode like two days before Evoke <laughs> uh, Prejudice got banned, and we were sort of like we we got to the card, and anyone listening can tell that we were like, oh, how much should we talk about this racist card? <laughs> uh, and we sort of talked about it, and then it got banned. And then it got banned. Like, well, we'll, not on the salty. We'll eventually thing. have to have an episode when they ban a few more of uh, uh, of the just the best. Banned cards. Uh, I had to look up Stone Throw Devils. Man, was that a racist card? And I a lot of people noticed. did. Oh uh, my like, God. a lot of the comments were just like, why is this banned? And people are like, go look at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, go look up what it's referencing. The only one that I was, I was, that I was like, man, they really should have just banned that printing of it. The Crusades? Crusade. Yeah. Because people were like, why are the Crusades? And how come Army of Allah is it? But I felt like the Templar with the big cross and his hand up in a weird salute yeah. could get misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, like like there's no way to ban Invoke Prejudice without banning the whole card because there's only one art. But like, yeah. if you're going to ban a card for being racist, Crusade isn't have, racist. They don't have a precedence for banning card art, though. They don't. They should. artists now. They are banning artists. But I think they they're mostly just canceling artists. They seem to be shitty people, so it's yeah, fine. We're fine <laughs> with it. Yeah. So I think the community as a whole is okay with that. Yeah. But uh, I feel that the next level will have uh, reparations and Army of Allah in it. Yeah. Which is why I got rid of my Army of Allah, although it's I going like, through the roof. I like that uh, Islam is canon and magic. It was, you know what? But it's they kind of weird that yeah. that's like, yeah. of, like all the like mythological things, and then they just put in this like major religion. Yes. Yeah. 
no one thinks that's strange. <laughs> like, when's Jesus become an actual card? Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be a, well. We had our conversation in our group chat about our friends. I like how we're both coughing here. Mine's because yeah. a, a cat. I don't know why I'm sneezing. I might have the vidi, but uh, I also think that this is probably the most talking I've done in a while. Yeah, so maybe just my mouth is dry or something. The uh, so yeah, so shame on you, content creators. Who shill for magic right now because you should be standing up and saying you're just trying to milk these people who have an addiction. And that's the problem with Jumpstart right now is that all the Jumpstart prices are incredibly high. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because the cards are good, but because the cards are scarce and people want them. Yeah. And everyone should just sit back and just relax. Yep. Uh, and the prices will go down mm-hmm. or they'll reap. I don't know what they'll do, but. Um, no one should be going and showing off their tech deck for Tiny Bones because I know I just talked about that one because I can't remember the unicorn's name. <laughs> Emil? I don't something like that. Wasn't Elder Gargaroth? Um, was that that was Core? Okay. Um, Core seems to have survived a bit, but Jumpstart, first of all, to our American listeners, <laughs> good luck. Uh, <laughs> the shutdowns are coming, and so Jumpstart's getting lost in that. And there's a uh, there was a um, just the product. Didn't, they didn't print enough. Core seems to come out when everyone pretended that the coronavirus was going away, so people seem yes. to have gotten that set. Uh, we have like a local uh, store that has stuff, and there's like uh, a shop a couple provinces over that you can order online. But they're so backed up that when you order, it doesn't show up for like a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we might so actually like be out of complete doing. lockdown before you would get your order right now. Yeah, so so like getting cards is hard, and that's what's making them go up. But this, uh, this is going to be a great episode. So. <laughs> About every 13 minutes, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, Audacity just stops working. And so so uh, in 13 minutes from now, I will probably be saying the same message. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, uh, yeah, don't don't go and make your hot jumpstart deck, because all it's going to do is just make demand go up. Yeah. No one can get the damn cards. None of those so cards are game-breaking. Just relax. Uh, you know... And it's so yeah, God, you see, I'm just getting dragged back into fucking masters and how much I hate it. So you know what burns me the most? Yeah, we were talking about boxes. The reprint of Sword and War and Peace that they've shown. Why did they print the worst one? Are they gonna print the others? Well see, if it's a precursor to the others, then away magic. Like if you're gonna start reprinting swords, what's the point? What do you mean what's the point? Terrible cards to have in rotation. In anywhere. Well, that's why Masters is fine. Yeah, uh, I suppose. They're, they're, uh, some of them are played in uh, whatever one is Stoneforge. Uh, death, <clears throat> death and Taxes, I never really understood because. I don't really care where the deck they're played. Doesn't I, don't care where they're played. I don't care where they're played. Uh, I don't care where they're sure. played. Uh, but Sword of War and Peace, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, There's a weird play. There's a weird flex. Magic's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand but, it. Right, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, boxes. Boxes. Uh, buy, buying box toppers, but as I was saying when, before we got off talking about ornithopters and stuff, um, and your box toppers are possibly terrible, because again, yep. we got got one, and it was the Sterling Wildwood. It was Sterling Wildwood, yeah. Which Sterling Wildwood. I think I offered you, you $30 for and said, take it or leave it, and you found someone who give you 35 and I said, whatever, it's not even worth 30 No, didn't we sell to you? No, someone um, someone like traded you for it or something. Weird. Uh, I don't even think I offered you thirty. I think you offered us twenty five for it. Twenty five. It was twenty five. Because it's like, look, it's like a dollar. Yeah. It's kind of cool that it's a box. Well, that topic, night, but, we, like, but there was three but, boxes. So that's the problem: is if 
if the box topper was like guaranteed to be worth over fifty dollars, maybe. But some of them are yeah. just garbage, and it's the same thing yeah. with this one. Double masters. Some of them are going to be worth twenty bucks. Yep. And you're going to spend five hundred dollars, and then be like, "Can we talk about the showcase box?" Well, you, this is where <laughs> this is where I've been saying I think we need to talk about it, is that uh, I, I think Rosewater, one of them came out and basically said. I think it was Rosewater, uh, that essentially they're geared at two different people, which now I feel like it's like uh, like the movies like Elysium and stuff. Where <laughs> there's, like, there's like two classes of people. Uh, so the VIP boxes and boosters, by the way, aren't for anyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> they are for the rich people. Uh, basically, they said they're for the collectors. Yes. Uh, and everyone else, all the, all the peasants, can go get everything else. The problem is... Uh, it, it's like the, um, I guess uh, we get political, like the middle class thing and don't tax the rich and everyone thinks that you shouldn't tax the rich because one day I'll be rich. Yes. And I don't want to screw myself over, even though, wanna, you, even though you won't. I right? don't want to name a so, country, but there's a certain country that has exceptionalism <laughs> after its name. Uh, and that's kind yeah. of how they think. Uh, so, so I feel like... I have to alienate listeners and lose like half of our, our people. But... Uh, yeah, Look at us, we could go outside. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, masks are being mandated uh, slowly everywhere, despite the fact we have no cases. Friday, so I posted on public transport. I posted in our Discord that I drove by a panhandler who was wearing gloves and a mask. <laughs> and my message to our patrons in our Discord was, America, be better. Our panhandlers can follow the rules. Just get your shit together. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, right. So the thing with the, the so VIP ones is everyone thinks they're for them. And everyone yeah. wants it to be for them. And if you're told it's not for you, it just makes people want them more. Because everyone thinks they're the rich person that it's geared towards. So for when the record, not. I think it's $2,400 for the box, which comes out to about three grand Canadian. Well, I know like a pack is like hundred American, I think. hundred and fifty, hundred and twenty seven American or something like that it's or something. So, so ridiculous. It's, it's like one sixty Canadian twenty. I look packs. at the ones that are like forty bucks and I'm like, no, not worth it. Well, like the only reason I bought the other one is because yeah. it was on it was because we went to face to face. They had face to face prices. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was twenty five dollars and I was like sure, twenty five bucks. Yeah. And then I got I fell into that stupid trap where the guy right before me who we went up with bought a pack and cracked a foil shadow spear <laughs> and I was like well, I mean, if he got a foil shadow spear, I might get, and I got like three dollars worth of fucking yeah. rares. But I couldn't imagine. Like, I have a hard enough time convincing but myself to buy a box for one sixty, like yeah. a box. Yeah. I couldn't imagine convincing myself to buy a pack <laughs> for one sixty. Yeah. Uh, so it's ridiculous, and I think what everyone just needs to realize is there are the collectors. They're the ones who want the reserve list. Yes. They're the ones who can play Legacy without any problems. Uh. And they have tons of disposable income. And they'll buy them. And I know they'll buy them because Magic wouldn't have come out with them if they Unless didn't they could know sell that yeah. they would sell. Yeah. So you kind of just have to accept that they're not for you just as much as you think you're the rich guy and everything's for you. And, and yeah. They're not. Don't bother with them. They're a trap. You'll be disappointed every time. I would love to see this message <laughs> get out there, except I know it won't because every other shill on Twitch... And yeah. Twitter, I mean, sorry. And we'll, Twitch. We'll crack a pack. We should start sharing every every video <laughs> pack pack. clearly. Yeah. And we'll just be like, just... clearly fixed. Uh, uh, but so all of these shills who have been given their like their their little buff. So the other day, I, I'm going to share the story, then we can move on. I'm on Twitter, and I sort of surf. I don't, pretty much I just comment. 
And you can always yeah. tell when it's me because it's a biting remark. You can always tell it's me because there's typos. And, and also because you like explain yourself. That's true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on Twitter and I'm surfing through. And then one of the content creators that we follow, uh, I don't remember which one of us followed, actually came out and said, like, I don't want to say something this bad because I don't want to lose my place in Wizards of the Coast. And I was like, that's the wrong <laughs> idea. Like, that's how that's how bad things happen is yeah. when you decide not to talk back about something shitty. Yeah. So they were talking about the 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 jumpstart. Right. Before jumpstart jumped. Sure. Uh they were talking about like the idea of it and everything and then they were talking about like I don't want to trash talk these my my partner because you know they're considered like a wizards of the coast partner or whatever. Uh because I don't want to lose my place and my spot. They want to get they want to get free stuff. Yeah, and and they I was like out. that's the wrong idea. I couldn't even comment cuz I was like I'm just going to make this person super angry cuz right. I'm just going to be aggressive. You're but, our account deactivated. <laughs> yeah, like so it's just like I can't I can't even comment because I'm just so angry. But it just it, it aggravated me so because I was like, this is how they win. Yeah. As a company. This yeah. is how Amazon won. This is how Walmart won. It's like people well, are like they're all, I don't want to piss them off. Like they're pretty big. They're they're honestly somehow magic doesn't count as gambling, but they're exploiting everyone's innate inability to recognize gambling. EA, EA must absolutely hate users of the coast because they get cracked down for their loot boxes oh yeah, yeah. and like banned in countries <laughs> like banned in countries and wizard of the coast can be like buy a pack for 20 bucks might yeah. be worth a dollar like yeah like steam had to stop people from selling skins on counter-strike for real money yeah because it was getting out of control you already knew what the skin was <laughs> if you can't get out of control if you knew if like what? What? What do you mean? Like this Maybe is the whole pack should be translucent, and then you can see what you're getting. It's just I <laughs> make me an offer. I love Magic: The Gathering. I love, I love the stack. I love everything that was built into it. Like the game is almost perfect. Like there's almost never a time where you run into a point where you have to decide amongst your group how a rule works because they've just literally ironed everything. Yeah, ADH you get it sometimes, but someone will be like, someone will figure. It out. Let's let's improve. Let's let's yeah. work it out. Yeah, there's a workout. I love it. Like it's unless it's, a, it's like companion where the card is printed wrong. It's about as close. <laughs> it's about <laughs> as close. It's a little. Complicated. It's about as close to like chess as you can get. Like yeah. it's a solved game. You can yeah. solve what's about to happen. But um, the game is different than what I'm saying. Is collectible nature is what's ruining but magic. That's what I'm getting. So like, so like I love that idea of it, but I hate the fact that it's collectible. Yeah. If it was one of those like uh, living card games where you buy a box that has a list of cards on them, if everything was sure, a yeah. was a set box, Dominion, yeah, as a board game. yeah, yeah, uh, and it had its rules, it would be the perfect game. Yeah, but because right now they are so obviously just raking money out of <laughs> desperate people yeah. who've just had six months in some but, countries where they haven't been able to play. And again, uh, they didn't know COVID was coming out. They're planning on doing this. They just exacerbated the problem because. Uh, I'm drinking fast because I'm angry. Yeah. Angry. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. People just need to accept that, I guess, uh, collectors <sighs> and players are two separate categories. Like, I feel that this podcast, like this episode, is just going to be a bunch of people being like, these guys are funny because they're really angry. But no one's going to listen because, no. like, you have to cut it off. But yeah. every content creator that's assigned to Magic is just blowing them like just hands and knees <laughs> licking the balls like just just <laughs> how many you had so far? this is my third one i'm not even drunk but uh but they're just it this is how aggravated i was it's like they're yeah. just so deep in yeah that they but refuse then, to step back and say and so 
Oddly enough, yeah. one of the biggest ones is one of the only tractors I ever saw. I don't want to say. Okay. That I'll, I'll say I don't even know actually. I'll say the name. The Talarian Academy guy. Yeah. He, I've seen him actually shit talk. He's getting mad that they won't reprint Fetchlands. Yeah. But apparently they are. <laughs> I see. Saw him post saying that they said they won't be in standard. So I assume they're in Commander Legends. Well, that would be the place. There's nothing else to print them in. Yeah. Because they're not in Double Masters. But. Um, he's, except, I've seen him not detract players, against him, but I feel that he probably thinks, and he's probably right, that he's too big for them to fuck it with. He could be, yeah. like, like, Which they, more people should do then. Yes. Uh, I mean, the rules committee is too big, too big to mess with because... They just proved it. Yeah. Like, they made magic change a rule on command, like, the <laughs> yeah. companion. Well, actually, Vintage also helped with that one. Yes. But, but, uh, but, like, Commander just stood its ground, and then they yeah. eventually had to change Because it sounds like they on. were like, oh, we're going to make this otter. And they're like, cool, we'll just ban it. We'll just ban it. Fuck and it. I don't think Magic liked that. No. <laughs> Again, I feel that that's a wrestling match that'll keep going for years now. Well, this is our idea that Magic wants to gain control of the format yeah. and will push cards. like yeah. Because Magic can, you know, if Magic starts printing hybrid commanders yeah. with hybrid mana, it'll force... The rules committee to make a decision and what people need to realize is fuck magic if that's what they're going to do because a bunch of people will be like why don't we change hybrid be like no yeah. if you're doing that you're giving control to magic here's what's going to come down to for me because they're going to make a play and i think they've already subtly done it yeah in the sort of like the Acoria backfighting that they've talked about uh i think they have made a push to try to alter rules by printing cards that force a conversation yes uh, and that's I, not good. at the end of the day <laughs> and i mean this is people argue this all the time i mean i got into a big argument on on one of our other on one of my my zoom chats i call them which is like a group of zoom players right you've uh, we've expanded now we've been locked in yeah so one of the, the other day i got into a, a disagreement i won't say a fight but a disagreement with a couple of the players about the fact that at the end of the day wizards of the coast at any point can just say fuck the rules like we're having our own commander like yes that's now unofficial yeah, and just say like that's not how Commander works. Do you know how what that would change? Nothing. Nothing because they don't sanction tournaments or anything, so it wouldn't make any difference. But what what I'm saying is that if they started if Mag- sanctioning yeah. Commander tournaments, sure. But if Magic said we're now doing Commander, it has 30 life. Uh, hybrid mana is okay for whatever the frig we want, and there's no Commander damage because Mark Rosewater knows what he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> Does he? <laughs> and we're doing tournaments. Commander could still stay. Like nothing yes. should technically change. But it would. We all know. <laughs> I guess they'd print cards for that. Aspect. Exactly, and we all know what happens when you when when you essentially just monetize a grouping. Like they need to be. They need, they'd pull the power from the rules committee because the rules committee would only matter to people who want it to matter. I guess, but uh, I think you need to. Uh, we need to cherish the punk aspect of EDH. Of, yeah, we do. That's why I'm here. There's still outsiders. That's who, why I'm here. Who do their own thing? If and, I still had hair, Evan, the, the man, I would have a mohawk. Yeah, the man can't tell them how to run their game. Uh, but we need to recognize that. Um, the other thing, I guess, uh, as we start to wrap this up, I was going to say is uh, the thing with like master sets or jumpstart or any of the new sets. Uh, I think people need to realize is um, I think I'm at the point where I've been collecting for like four years. If I want to build a new deck. It cost me like twenty dollars. Yeah, because I have most things. Yeah, um, and I can port things between them, and I just have them. And when you get to that point, now if you're new, that look, I think we're going to dedicate an episode. I want to talk about because other things I had notes about was sort of uh, I've been realizing this of like looking back at like altering decks when new sets come out. I don't know if I've made my decks better by buying new cards. Yeah, and so I want to talk about that at some point of like 
how do you add cards and is it worth it? Because yeah. that factors into this buying new stuff. But at this moment, you don't need, if you need a doubling season and it's being reprinted because you're trying to make a Super Just, Friends deck, then great, go buy doubling season. Also, the you thing don't is, need to buy packs for yeah, that. So the, so here's the, find the card you the need. That's the big key, is why don't you just wait? It. Because when these packs get released <laughs> and they the product starts getting to the stores, that price will drop. Yeah, and people, I said, collectors will buy them and then they'll sell ones they don't want or there'll be suckers who buy the whole box and they're not worth anything. You'll be able to get them. So just assume yeah. you're not the rich person that it's targeted at and go scoop up the... F For anyone counting, it had been about 14 minutes. Since that <laughs> so you don't need all those uh, other cards. So, so yeah, you don't, you don't need a box of cards unless like you're just starting into magic. Yeah. And then it's your buy-in because you just like... Oh, or you have 15 decks, which is your own problem at that point. I only have 13. Um, Calm down. Sure. I think I have nine, but like five are together. Oh. And then other ones have like been pilfered cards out of. But my point is like, don't get suckered in. Just take your deck you like, uh, <clears throat> and you can tweak it. And again, I want to talk about sort of what that means. Um, but you, you don't stop assuming that you're the target audience for a box. You're not. <laughs> you're not. So the thing is, and if you super like box toppers, Try to find one online. It'll if you, still be cheaper than buying the box. If you only buy a box at a time, you don't own a cube. Yeah. You're not the target no. for any magic product except sealed. Yeah. So like Commander, Brawl, yeah, uh, things like that. They're targeted to players but, like us. The Commander boxes are good because they're huge. Well, except for one year, like two years ago, they're usually worth about what they are. The yep. Brawl decks are yep. good. They're worth about. Commander what they creates are. its own. The uh, Commander decks, though, they've, they've done an incredibly conspiracy theory awesome job of just always including a card in the Commander deck that needs to be in Commander. Yes, but they're pre. Uh, in my mind, they're approaching like a a a, a pinnacle, like that that free that force of will. Yeah. You think that you're you're that? hitting you're hitting a moment where like Teferi's protection was pretty fucking strong, yeah. And now you're hitting an because uh, Teferi's protection, like we discussed before, only save you can't win you a game. Yes, this counterspell can win you a game. If yeah, you counter at the right time, you win a game. Because if you're trying to win the game and someone tries to stop you, you can yeah. counterspell or you can win. counter their win to like yeah. it's it's getting to the point where these commander only cards are now pushing into the you need to have this to win. Category. Yes. Well, that's that was the complaint when Arcane Signet came out. Was uh, it turned, luckily it turned decks from uh, you know commanders ninety nine cards in a commander, but really it's ninety eight cards a soul ring and a commander, and then there's where it was ninety seven cards a soul ring and Arcane Signet and a commander. It only happens uh, in three colors. <laughs> We've all realized. Not. I actually have two decks that don't run soul ring. Um, they're fringe decks. I had one. I, I recently put it in because I lessened the power level of the deck, but Atraxa, uh, oddly enough, it lessened the power level to put a soul well, ring in. Because soul ring doesn't help you cast a Atraxa. My Atraxa deck <laughs> didn't have a soul ring, and it was a brutal deck to face. Yeah. Well, this is so I think we'll wrap this up, and I think maybe next time we do a podcast, if we don't do the tribes, we'll talk about sort of upgrading your deck. Yes. Because I was noticing because Cyclonic Rift just got remade, printed, and. Uh, in I'm, the Master Set. In the Master Set. And I'm starting to wonder, and this is, I guess, what you can. You can consider um, while you uh, uh, while you wait for our, our thoughts. Uh, is does cyclon does having cyclonic rift in your deck win you more games or lose you more games? Because people will hate you out because you have cyclonic rift and they're fearful of it. So does it actually question. win you more games than it, makes you lose? It would be interesting to throw <laughs> out say uh, it single targets fine. Single target rift is great. So last night, but, oddly enough, 
the over... We played here last night. Yeah. There were four rifts played. Three of them had to be single target to save lives. Only yeah. once was there a straight-up overloaded rift. Yeah. Only once. If you played it and said, I'm never overloading it, fine, you can play the card. But overloading is the fear because it's too lopsided. But uh, that's my question. And My question is actually... I want to go a little deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, how many cards that you consider to be a staple of your deck lose you more often than they win you. Yeah, well, it's... It, Not just Rift. Sure. How often does Soul Ring lose you a game yeah. because you dropped it too early? There is that thought of, if I play Soul Ring turn one, do I win the game? Yeah. It depends on the deck. Of course A really fast, powerful deck, it will, but a slightly but more casual We one, should build a, a list of our own staple cards yeah. and discuss it on the cast. But okay. we're going to move into uh, our second... So, really, this was just me bitching and Evan agreeing. Uh, about the fact that Wizards of the Coast can suck our dicks. Yeah, don't um, don't give in. Don't, don't buy. buy. Stuff. Don't buy right now. Uh, don't buy. And and recognize this is our, this is our Kramer moment when, where it's like, look, guys, about... the stock market's rising up, but against <laughs> the whole flow of it, just don't buy right now. Is I hope people still remember old Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer, yeah, man. <laughs> like uh, if you don't, you should look him up. He's amazing. When everyone's like, this set isn't for you. I think it's true. Everyone being like, well, who's it? It's for collectors. It is. So this, and if you're not a collector. Then the you might game. be, and that's the problem is everyone gets like knee jerk hurt by that reaction. Yeah. But it's true. And this is the other thing, uh, commander problem. The problem is every set is technically for them, and that's the worst part. Yes, standard doesn't really care if you only play standard. Who cares about yeah. double masters? Who cares about jumpstart? Uh, if you play legacy, occasionally cards matter. Double masters probably mattered. Uh, Ikoria did till companions fell apart. Um, Really but, don't feel that but this you don't set, have like, to worry. But the problem we're feeling backlogged and rushed, and like there's endless things coming up because Commander Legends is still coming up because every set is Commander set. So if yeah. every month they drop a set, every month Commander players have to ask themselves they need to buy, and and they don't. And here's but the they thing: don't realize at that. the end of the day, as the addiction. So this is the they're preying upon addiction. Yes, that's the problem. Because everyone loves, and we have people in our playgroup who know they'd love it. Like, they say right to us, they're like, I can't help but buy packs. I'm yeah. like, you're the reason Magic gets away with doing what they're doing. Yeah. Like, there will be two people in our playgroup, and I listed it to my buddy of mine the other day. He asked, who do you think in our playgroup will buy them? And I was like, these two guys are going to buy a box. <laughs> it's going to be $1,000 between the two of them. They're going to open probably good enough. They have good luck. Yeah. But I don't really believe in luck. But then you have luck. to sell like, it or just eat the, yeah, the into your collection. The idea know. of... Part of it is, like, I think, like, if I bought a box and I didn't get the cards I wanted, I don't want to put the effort into selling Also, things. every card that is in these boxes, and here's my last point, every card that's in these boxes, every card that you open for, from the last 10 years, is suspect just dropping its value. Because they'll reprint that at any drop of a hat. No that's why every card should be on the reserve yeah. list. Or not. Imagine if they just never reprint. Just any cards. no reprints. Amazing. <laughs> but so that's the thing. Like I have duels. I have a few. Re you have a, a wheel of fortunes. Two of them, I believe. I have two of them because I got them so, before they spiked. So, but uh, collectively, both of them, I bought for half the price of, of one. One. Yeah. So <laughs> those are, are you know, and I have like a judge promo, like a couple of few judge promo foils. Those will re retain value. Yeah. No, my duels will retain value. And some of them I get because I sell other cards that I have that have gone up in price. Yep. And use that to buy other cards. I, I move cards. Yeah. You know, but I mean. That's how you got your duels. Yeah. 100%. You just traded like $300 worth of cards. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I traded a foil to various protection for one of them. Yeah. Did the Teferi's protection go up? No, it went down. No. Because <laughs> it, it got reprinted. Yeah. So the idea of the fact that you have to 
buy these packs and crack them is solely feeding your addiction because you can just wait it out. Just yeah. wait it out. Yeah. It's going to drop. These cards are all going to get reprinted because Magic can't afford not to right now. Just yeah. want to take that money from you. <laughs> Sneak attacks are reprinted like once every two years. And and then it's reprinted so as a command. Like, they literally have reprinted yeah. a version of Sneak Attack like five times in the last two years. Like, with Illark being like, like you're just, yeah. you could just get a sneak attack, quote unquote, yeah. anywhere you want. Yeah. And if you think it's too expensive, wait six months. Wait six months and they'll reprint it. I will. Because even if they say this is the last master set, you now know they're lying. They straight up lied to us three times. So <laughs> we're all right. Uh, uh, all right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, we were going to do Fuck, Mary Kill, but I think we're too long. Let's just do. Uh, now let's do. I already have it ready. Okay. Then we'll do it quickly. Okay. I have mine. Right. Uh, I'll do gonna, mine first. Ready? We're do random commanders too. Okay. So in honor. Of, uh, of we're gonna get a kick out here soon, so let's just do it. so in honor we of the fact that about uh, three nine, minutes. No, I think uh, I think it was like fifty one. But uh, anyway, that was uh, so in honor of the fact that uh, that we're talking about all these new sets, I'm gonna go old school. Okay, yeah, I right. thought about just picking all new commanders, but then I didn't care enough. <laughs> all right, so here's your fuck Mary kill. Okay, like the Great Distortion, the discard to counter one. Yeah, Ulamog okay. the Ceaseless Hunter, <laughs> which is the Exile Twenty. Okay, and I'm recalled the promised end, which is the steal next turn. Fuck, Mary, kill. Where'd he go? Kill us, Eldrazi. The Ulamog is. Exile the top 20 when it attacks you. But is it the one that destroys it permanent when it casts? Two. Is it the. I can't It's either one or two. One is Nihilus. One's Exile, two, and one's Destroy One. Right. I think the new uh, one's destroy one. For for anyone who wants to build the new jump mill commander, uh, you have to explain to me how you defeat Eldrazi. You don't. Or Nexus Fate. Mill doesn't work. Um, Actually, uh, with Nexus Fate, you, you, play you exile it on the stack. Okay, or you have to play Extract. Or extract. It's like the one blue Which card. is like a million dollars now. Yeah, it's shot up, I think, for this reason. but Because um, Black has all the cards that do it. But yes. it's not a Demir commander. <laughs> <laughs> so Fenex... So, so uh, all uh, right, so the cause like the great distortion, which is the counter uh, one. You draw up to seven, and then discard a card with equal casting cost to counter. Okay, not the yeah. Emrakul, uh, the take promise end, which is take an extra turn and cost one turn. less for each type of card in your discard. Oh, and then you can turn one. Graveyard. Am I playing the player who can turn one? It no. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Olamog, which I believe destroys That's one a, permanent when it's battlefield. Shout out to Judge Greg. Yes, Judge Greg who... is the guy who came up with the turn one Emrakul. He figured Just out how it can be done, and that it was like amazing, <laughs> much easier than you think. <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing, Crystal Vein MVP. <laughs> so, and, and LED was the so other uh, so yeah so uh, Ulamog, Ulamog is the destroy a permanent, I believe, and and you exile the top twenty when it swings. I would say the Ulamog is the least of my concerns because the destroy, if I'm not also playing some weird Eldrazi. Uh, if I'm playing a slightly less powered deck, um, they're probably destroying the other Eldrazi's because they're going to be a big threat. If I'm playing like Savala or Blue Braids into Eldrazi. Blue Braids into Eldrazi. Uh, Oof. I've complained all the time that everyone's like, I have a fun Braids deck. It's like, is it Eldrazi? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not fun. It has Eldrazi in it. Um, so if I'm playing that, then I'll probably get destroyed. But uh, otherwise, uh, the Ulamog, I would uh, do, I guess, Mary. Because I assume that they're going to use their power to try to blow up the other Eldrazi's. Um, I think, shoot, they all sort of screw each other up. Oh, those... no, no. Sorry. Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger is exile two tracker permanents when it enters the battlefield. Indestructible. 
When it attacks, no. defending player Milt sure. exiles top twenty cards. Still, still same. I think you got to marry that one. Also, that gets uh, around Nexus. Why exiles it? Oh, it from exiles the from the from the yeah. graveyard. Okay, so you play Ulamog. Perfect. Um, but it's also not milling, so it wouldn't get double with the new guy. True. Uh, but uh, I'm sure people would misplay. All right. So uh, okay. So marry Ulamog. Marry Ulamog. I think I have to. I think I'd kill Kozlek because I'd be super Ooh, worried that the countering, Kozlek is I think the countering up. is going to be like end game is going to be the worst. Yeah, probably. like of these three, end game being able to counter any spell is going to be the worst of the three because Ulamog will mill you eventually, but one on one you're screwed. Um, well, maybe not screwed. It still has to take a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I think. The fact that they could just counter stuff is going to hurt you more. Uh, so I think you got to kill Kozilek because it's going to be the worst in the end game. You got to, uh, I guess, fuck with Emrakul because it's got the highest casting cost. Uh, and you've got to somehow toy with it so that they don't want to take your turn. Because if they don't take your turn, you can survive. Yes. Um, but it's it, still a 13 13 commander. Yeah. Um, but some some of them are like you just have like as I talked about the like sacrifice any number of lands and then search for like True, yeah. it sounds like take your turn sacrifice all your lands yeah yeah fail to find fail to find like, thanks <laughs> um, well, <laughs> that's great that's so uh, if you're playing a deck that has that you're gonna have more worries but otherwise I think you fuck with them and you try to uh, arrange it so you don't be the target uh, and you deal with that way uh, and co-select you uh, let we're back. Uh, Do you like Kozilek hanging out? Ko uh, sorry, Ulamog hanging out, just because I think it's the yeah, it's the least powerful of the three. I agree with it. Uh, I would I would toss up between Amrakul and Kozilek, but yeah, yeah, I always agree. Kozilek is dangerous, way too dangerous. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yours, uh, right, your theme is uh, graveyards. Oh. Because I picked this one because I played against it and it's irritating. Uh, Nethriel, aspect of death, the mutate one. Fucking mutate garbage. Yeah. Get back all that garbage. Uh, the cards. It's Shadowborn Apostles to me. I don't know. It should have been CMC 10, not Power 10. Yes. a mistake. Yes. Yeah. Baron of Clan Maltoth. We all know who Baron is. Graveyards, you had to put Baron You had to put Baron And then I need to figure out Tassiger. Because not as many people play Tassiger, but it can be insane. Because Tassiger has Delve. Its big one is you basically flip cards into your graveyard. It says, uh, for four, put the top two cards of your li library in your graveyard, then return a non-land card of an opponent's choice from graveyard to hand. And so your point is to try to like exile your own graveyard so they have terrible choices. Yes. Uh, so, so you can you, get back Rift or something here's, like here's that. My, here's <laughs> my, uh, my play would have to be to uh, fuck with Nethroy. Okay. Mostly because it's super easy to fuck with a mutate deck. Yes. Because if you kill their target... They do not get a mutate trigger. Yes. And that deck tends to not reanimate very well, except a mutate. It also tends to <laughs> not have too many hexproof creatures in it, because it's in green, black, and white. It doesn't have the blue. The standard's using the Paradise Druid. Yes. Uh, which is super irritating. <laughs> so but yeah, the, uh, which is fine. And that's fine. You have one creature in 99 that I'm yeah. concerned about. And, like, Archetype of Endurance, maybe? Like, I mean, uh, you have an 8-drop. Yeah, because you can't play, like, the Boggles. But, uh... Yeah, exactly. You can't play the old Dion Boggles. There's um, a couple random elves, but yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, you're really just focusing on one card. Yeah. Uh, so you fuck with them by killing their target. Sure. Uh, 
And really, at the end of the day, if their graveyard's not full, you don't give a fuck. Fair. Like, so, what are they going to get back? A lot of the times, it's going to be essentially the way I've seen it built online, at least, or in, when we play, it's essentially just aristocrats. Yeah. So it just brings back a bunch of shit, sacks a bunch of shit, you take a bunch of damage, yeah. does it again, does it again, does it again. So you just kill the target. Yeah. Uh, the uh, one that you see for this, though, the last two are tough for me because. They're both late game ones. They're both late game. Tassiger late in the game I could be a problem. feel you kill Tassiger because it's in blue. Sure. Because when you're comparing two Golgari decks, right. Tassiger um, probably has a lesser power. One's except- Abzan, but. For, yeah. Adding white to Golgari. No, no, no. Marin's not. I'm just talking about Marin versus oh. Tassiger. Well, Tassiger's... Yeah, oh, I see. It has blue. Yes. So when you're comparing the fact that they're both Golgari, Marin just has more value. If they were both Golgari, you would never play right. Tassiger compared to, Gol- yeah, yeah, compared to Marin. Apart from the speed. But uh, you're in blue. You have responses. I think you kill Tassiger first. Okay. And you just kind of marry up to Marin. Marin? You don't think you'll get Spore Frog locked by the you end will, of that? You will, but you just hope that you have a way through it. Okay. You combo him. Sure. You lab me. Playing... <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, uh, but no, that I would think be why to, I would think you have to kill Marin because I think late game Marin's like impossible to deal with. I don't think you get the late uh, game with Tassiger, though, is my point. Like, I don't think Tassiger lets you get a lock. Maybe. Tassiger's just going to either wipe or, or rift or counter. Yeah, or Black anything Rift that, yeah. or Sanguinate and like, then just try to get it back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're going to play the game that Tassiger plays. Yeah. Because even a badly built Tassiger deck will usually, you know, delve the fuck out of its deck and then and then you just you just take whatever cards you want. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so I don't feel that, that uh, Marin is as much of a threat as Tassiger. Okay. And Marin's also yeah. like a passive threat where too big goes into the yard, not going to get back play no, they do exactly. they do get the spore frog you every turn or steve you every turn but who gives a shit really at the end of the day well that builds them up eventually eventually right. but tasker goes right up we, the gate we disagree but that's fine <laughs> it's okay that's i think the for. uh the the fuck over one's fair because the others don't have a ma- uh a massive downside uh i also don't think you can fuck over tasker i really feel fucking over tasker is like bogging at the perfect time but yeah it, same with marin though like yeah Exile in the yards is it, and you need to run specific cards to fuck over that card. Yeah. Like uh, random commanders that we haven't done for like fired up, uh, and then we'll. Uh, You're on the website. You're gonna have yep. to do, of course. Uh, my first one looks like Obnixilis. Obnixilis unshackled. unshackled, even better. This one's funny because a buddy of ours tried to make it. Um, it's the uh, the four four for six flying trample. Whenever opponent searches his or her library, uh, that player sacrifices creature and loses ten life. Whenever another creature dies, put a one one counter on Obnixilis unshackled. Amazing. Uh, as a commander, hard to do. Um, it's funny yeah. because tutoring screws people over, and the earlier you can get it out, the better. Um, so he, he didn't there's build only that. like two cards. So he didn't build that as the general. He did, and then he quickly changed it because it, there's like two cards, three cards that force like a, a draw or first. Are we talking about the guy who changed it to Kess? No, changed it to uh, Deathwell for Roby. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I never even played against that, but we have a buddy who plays Kess, and that's Secret General. So he oh, will just God. he will he will cast the uh, the search card where you can force two players yes. to search and he'll copy it with guess. Sweet. And then well, cast cool. it from the yard again and copy it. Nice. And uh, he'll just kill you with forty. Yeah. <laughs> there's the the scheming one. There's the I guess the I guess the talisman doesn't the wishbane talisman. I was thinking, but it isn't. It's just no. Greedy and 
do it, um, which would be good in this deck because then you tutor and you get something and they can't tutor. So the, uh, and then the other one is uh, the land, um, whatever one, the Field of Ruin or something, uh, like forces it. Ghost Quarter doesn't. Uh, um, there was another the card that forced the so, search. It was kind of funny. So I they're hard the to do. So yeah, he, he he's better in the 99 uh, is a good way to screw people over because uh, um, oh, people try to go sorry, through it. It's in my new Alayla deck. Uh, Winds of Abandon forces a search. I don't know that one. Uh, it's that uh, overload exile target creature that you don't control. Oh, the white one. So it's exile all creatures you don't control. They search their library for that many basics. Sure, you can't put that in a black deck. No. But it is a but as, a, as another way. As so a secret command. Better in the 99. Uh, great card that pisses people off because the downside... It's funny because people will be like, maybe I should tutor because... It, you never should. No. To sacrifice a creature and losing 10 life is terrible. So. It's really the... It's the sack a creature thing that has always... I've seen people stop it. Like, people are more willing to pay 10 life than sack a creature. Yeah, it's weird. Every time I play it, it stops me from tutoring, but then, like, nothing dies. It's yeah. really strange. Um, so, on the fun scale. Uh, fun as a commander... Uh, What's your scale? Fun, hatred, and... Uh, politics? We yeah, haven't politics. done this for so long. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, fun, hatred. Fun, I'll give it... Look, I'll give it a two and a half, because I think it's fun to watch people squirm about the fact like, that you can't tutor. I think a mono-black, too, like and the, the, thing the about, force tutor effect now, yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah. And, and, the, uh, and it's only opponents, so you can do it. Yeah. Um, the fact that tutoring isn't like a stacks thing, like... You're yeah. not preventing them from playing because of tutoring. You're just preventing them from like making their hand better. Yeah, so, <laughs> or their deck. So like, you get to laugh at them when they're like, "Well, keep dead drawing because you won't let me tutor." Like, first of all, you are letting them tutor. Also, build uh, a better deck, homie. Yeah. Uh, hate uh, people hate the fact that they can't tutor, so they'll come at you. That's pretty a hard. that's a hard two right there. Yeah. That's a hard two. Uh, two and a half even. Yeah, you'll get hated pretty hard, I agree. Uh, uh, politics, there isn't really any. I'm going uh, to zero. The politics is just everyone hates you because yeah. they can't do the thing they want to do. They hate you because you uh, ain't you. Yeah. So, uh, hard to build, better than the 99. Uh, Brian, yours is going to be... Uh, oh, it's Zadok. Zadok, Lord of Secrets. Oh, Jesus. A 7-drop, 5-5 five, five legendary oh. vampire flying in Demir. Demir. 3 Two blue, two black. Keep this in mind as this I read it. Uh, if Zadok, Lord of Secrets, would deal combat damage to a player, instead put that many plus one, plus one counters on Zadok, and that player puts that many cards from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard, so you mill for the amount of damage he deals you, but every time he deals you damage, he doubles his power. So instead of doing commander damage and only getting to 21, you have yeah. to get to like... 100. Well, you have to get to an equivalent like to 100 80. between hand and <laughs> yeah. hand. Yeah. So, so that's that's better. Yeah. I think that's way better than commander damage. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, totally. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> He's flying. He's a 5-5. Five, five. First and foremost, I've seen a lot of bad Dimir decks. I've never seen this guy built. And I highly doubt I ever will see <laughs> no. a build. So here's the thing. We have a friend who will build it, but he'll just build it with Dimir good stuff and pretend like it's the general. Sure, yeah, yeah. If he listens to this podcast. And people will do that. They'll say, oh, I have a great Zedek deck. But it's not really a great Zedek deck. It's just a great Dimir deck that yeah. uses, like, Notion Thief and fucking Steel yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah. So, as a general, he's absolutely wretched. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no... He's a seven-drop... Because he prevents his own damage. Yes. When he deals it. So, yeah. So there's no way to, like, to getting a, around that. It's to a player. So, and it's combat damage, so you can't even be like, I'll ping myself and self-like. Yeah. 
yeah. mill, which would be great if it was just yeah. like deal damage, yeah. and you could somehow make him like a pinger. So it's a replacement uh, effect. You can't so do you can't even. Yourself. So you get no. You can't curiosity him. You can't trigger off of. You can't trigger off of uh, the fucking um, dealing combat damage from uh, coastal piracy. Yeah. There's none of that. You're just you're just milling. You're milling yeah. five to start, and then ten. And then 20. Yeah. So now we're at 35 after three hits. So as a five power general, you should be at 15 commander. But instead you're at 35. <laughs> yeah, so you're doing terribly. So then you start to jump. But now they should be dead. But you have three more hits left to kill them. Yeah. Assuming they only draw one card a turn. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So he is the epitome <laughs> of like cards that were printed before commander was a thing that are unplayable as commanders. Yeah. So for fun, I'm going to rank no, him. No, he's from a commander set. That's like the first commander set. I thought that. No, I'm pretty sure that that's a later printing. I thought he was. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a old uh, school Rav general. I thought. I think so too. But but anyway, uh, fun. It, it's a one. Sure. There's, this guy uh, is hate. not. Uh, this guy hate. How could you hate that? No. I mean, uh, politics. People do hate. Yeah, there's people zero. hate this, this guy. This guy's a zero all over the board. It's just awful. He's just he's just a shit general. So as uh, the computer is saying, it's running out of power, and we don't have a plug anywhere near us. Yeah, so he's Rav. It's uh, probably time to wrap this up, Brian, before the podcast just ends, because it's about to blip again. Fine. Uh, so he's terrible. So we're going to just uh, give our shout-outs to things and, and close this up. So uh, we'll be back in, I don't know, a week or two. Yeah, a week or two. Either sure. our talking about... Building, putting new cards in your deck, or I think drives. we're gonna do Hydras versus Elves. Hydras it's been like elves, ramped, like fun. and the two the two guys are like psyched now. Okay, like perfect. I've got them ramped up. Like they'll be ready. good. So we'll probably be back with that once I'm back from my whopping four day vacation <laughs> because I can travel not far, but I can travel a bit. We have province. we have a singular province jump. There's four you can go. Three others you can go to. I suppose you could jump to. No one counts Newfoundland. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're you're gonna be back. I'm going to post this. It's going to yep. be fun. Should be good. Yeah. You're probably by the time you post this, I'll be back anyway. But Wait, uh, Hey, calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's a dig at the fact that the last episode, I think Brian just sat on for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I uh, did. So uh, we're EDH Wrecked. Uh, you can find us at uh, all of our, our things. We're on Patreon at EDH Wrecked. Patreon.com slash EDH Wrecked. We're at Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, yep. We have a website, edhrect.com, uh, where you can link you to all of these different things. And we also uh, have uh, we also have a Gmail. We have a Gmail where you can send us. We, we do have a deck, actually. A We've had a couple decks sent to us, so we okay. will have to do an episode about That's that. That's been a while. But, but uh, yeah, we're just, you can find us anywhere. We respond. We're down for chatting. If you want to get added to our Discord, hit us up. Uh, yeah. We have a Discord channel that we're going to use. Where we have a Patreon account. Like I said, we do have some. Must be a bonus for a Patreon, but we kind of just, uh, kind of. Oh, perfect. <laughs> are we Where's still recording? Mic? We are. Oh, no. <laughs> you can find us on the EDH track. Uh, <laughs> we just had some major. This podcast is a train wreck. <laughs> we, just, we just had the whole system <laughs> shut down on us. We had to change locations. Everything. To plug. We're sitting on and a couch we have, like, next to each other. like 10 seconds left like in the lovers. Uh, so, I'm sitting on like a sweater. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of clean clothes. It's fine. Perfect. Just rewatch it with your COVID ass. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> so you can find us there. Uh, we did, like I said, we like I was saying, it was a Patreon bonus, but now we just fuck it. We're just inviting everyone who's a fan. Uh, feel free to join us though. 
I hope that you can make it. I hope you can hear us. I hope you can also like, hear us. The levels are it way does off not now. look like the levels are here. Uh, this whole episode <laughs> was a straight wreck. Uh, thanks for being fuck here. Wizards, fuck, fuck wizards. Fuck wizards. Fuck it all. It doesn't matter. Fuck audacity. Going on vacation. <laughs> bye. <laughs>